0: Hello, I'm Dan Aykroyd, and welcome to this fine motion picture emporium. It's nice to know you're here tonight, rather than at home shoving cheap little plastic cartridges into cheap imported video systems that keep you and your family hostage in your own home or apartment. Now let's face it, big screen entertainment is what it's all about. We've enjoyed it for years. Movies are great. There's nothing like a good movie, or even a bad one for that matter. Go.
1: <laughs> the Enthusiastic Go. mark sutherland gentlemen (laughs) ladies and gentlemen (laughs) welcome back my friends to the podcast that never ends we're so glad you could attend come inside come inside i am joe spiegel and sitting across from me is the abominable
0: i am not answering that question it wasn't a question not answering that statement
1: once again back is the incredible
0: (laughs) rhyme animal (laughs) you don't even know that song do you
1: who the fuck are you right now you're just a an empty voice into a microphone.
0: That's right. I am not. You have a name. What
1: is your name? What's your name, dude?
0: You don't even know that song. I can't believe it.
1: Well, I wasn't fully paying attention because I'm in fucking intro mode and you took a big old steamy dumper. No, I didn't. Took a hot car on there. Keep going. Keep steamer. Keep going. Okay. So Mr. Nameless this week. All
0: right. This is everybody knows who we are. Oh, they continually listen to the fucking podcast.
1: Oh, you're making a statement again without notifying me. Okay. That's right. Thank you. All right. This is our Ghost in the Shell episode. We're going to talk about that fine piece of uh, cinematic adaptation. Uh, We will be talking about our flicks of the week, mine being the 2016 film Swiss Army Man.
0: Okay. Mike's. I've been stuck on a Star Wars thing, so I'm going to talk about an episode of. You've been on the kick. Clone Wars. Okay. Clone Wars.
1: All right. Cool. Uh, huh. All right. And then a couple little newsy tidbits here and there, like maybe an IT trailer. A couple other cool things. Maybe some Rick and Morty news as well. <laughs> the proverbial eye roll has because come. we're a Morty week late on everything we do. This isn't a week. Well, it's once you post this shit, but... April first was on Saturday, man. It's only three days ago, but oh, so so World War Two isn't news anymore because it happened so long ago. It's, you, you, it's important.
0: You, no, it's not.
1: World War Two isn't important anymore. History doomed to repeat itself. You don't remember that shit. Remember that. Okay. Oh wait, you forgot about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the the Cologne Wars. Landing <laughs> in. What are you talking about? That was a bunch of Armenians. The Cologne Wars.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> the way you spelled it on the computer there. Yeah, I spelled a clone with a capital L. K-Lone. No, not, not clone.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Dracar Noir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All that and more in a couple of... Oh, son of a bitch.
0: God damn it. All Sin that
1: Escape. and more on Cinescape Movie Review Podcast. Take it away.
0: Dracar Noir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, was good, that was good. That was good. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, how you doing? 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 How you All right, let's
0: do it. Family Guy, from from the Family Guy Taken episode.
1: Yes, okay, so this week, Mike and I went and saw the Ghost in Shell live action version starring Scarlett Johansson, and uh, take it away. No, (laughs) what if I just started doing that every single week, just
0: like- There'd be a lot of silence.
1: All right, so of course, it's visually, the style of it- and this is based off of me not knowing shit about the, the manga from, from 1989.
0: Okay. The manga. The manga. Why does everybody say manga?
1: Because I'm basing off the nerds that all, have always said manga in front of me. I call it manga. Manga, manga. <laughs> titty, no titty, I don't know. Just just bear with me, all right? Yeah, or or Some fucking awesome art. M- manga with me. So be. I'm basing all of my knowledge off of the 1995 anime. And this—that's what this movie looks like for the most part, appearance-wise, visual style, and all that stuff. Um, it's very similar to the '95 film, right? And then there's the not similar, <laughs> the Hollywoodization. And I look—I I purposely did not mention the whitewashing thing in my review on purpose. You already said. that. I purposely not on purpose. I I, I know I caught myself saying it twice. It was double entendre. No, I didn't. I didn't mention the whitewashing thing because everyone else is talking about it. And you know what? I'd rather talk about the quality of the
0: film. Well, if you look and, at the way the art is, it's not whitewashing, anyways. She's. The, we've already gone through this whole thing. Yeah. The so, Japanese draw their females to look American. Yeah. On purpose. It's to reach a wider audience. Anyways.
1: Yeah, I, I just, I purposely let it out because I didn't want to be like the same old fucking tools that just keep on mentioning the shit. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to.
0: So it's all, it's all the fucking
1: besides. I don't think this movie walks on Pardon the pun, but I don't think this movie walks on water anyway, you know? So it, it, it's got its problems and I don't need to mention the whitewashing, even though it's just been mentioned three times. It's, it's the, it's the chain, the unnecessary changing of major plot points from, from the 95 film. Okay. It's, It makes no sense and I understand I I just said it makes no sense but it, it, it doesn't make sense unless you try to think like a Hollywood person and a Hollywood person from my understanding is they try to change things on purpose so you get more into the major character because if you go back to the 95 film there's not a lot of depth to her character she just says a few things here and there about Her feelings, how she feels alienated from society and only people treat her like she's normal, but she doesn't feel normal herself. And then she has a couple conversations with Batu, her partner, and then that's it. There's nothing, there's not any insight into who the major is. Not at all. Not really. Okay. And, And the movie cuts just right into the action when you see the original film. So I get that they wanted to have more depth to her character with this movie, but they didn't do it right. They didn't. And that's where they that that's like the biggest problem with the movie is that they changed her backstory or they gave her this backstory that they didn't need to give her and then they had to create all this filler to have um all these little subplots that go with it to connect it to this and to connect it to that and explain why why her past is the way it is and all this shit and it, they didn't need to do that if they were going to add some depth to the story to this character they should have they should have focused on the more important parts of her character, which is for one, and I, I don't know if anyone else disagrees with me or not, but her relationship with her partner Batu, by far in the comic book, not in the comic, in the animated film and in this film are the most important things to me. When I watch these movies is I want to see more of those two together, more of those two interacting with each other, more of those two doing anything, just, you know, it, being friends, being lovers, being whatever—it, it, you know, being partners—it, it's—they're not lovers. I, I, I said whatever, didn't I? I'm saying you gotta hear me, man. It's when I'm, I'm talking about the studio changing things. Well, I understand. If, that. if they're gonna change things, then change them for the better. Don't change them for the fucking, the cliche.
0: Don't change them at all. Okay,
1: and and look, because you know, why did they change all these things? And off the top of my head, okay, for one section 6 which was the other part of the government agency that that was running um you know the fucking all the uh what was it the ai st- stuff right right they ex- inadvertently created the puppeteer okay the puppet master and which he's not even called that in this fucking movie all right instead he's just this cyber terrorist cyborg that was you find out was an ex-boyfriend or an ex-protester that
0: was involved with Scarlett Johansson's character. Right. Okay. Not even really I don't think he was a boyfriend, but yeah, okay, anyways. Yeah, it yeah, could yeah. have
1: been. It could have been or it could not have been. You, know, you don't even know. So
0: But he one, was involved with, with the with the person you, with Scarlett Johansson's yeah. character before they became ghosts.
1: Yeah. So then instead it's not the sentient being like what the puppeteer was, right? In the in the anime. And so it doesn't delve into any of this like like uh, you know, this deeper meaning of, of the meaning of life, right? And and existence and, and stuff like that. Instead it's just all about, oh, she had her past taken away from her, you know? And and, and, and they've been they've been oppressing her. And it
0: just Yeah. It does Well doesn't... in in the book he's called the Puppeteer.
1: Yeah. The Puppeteer and then and then in the movie in the anime they called him the Puppet Master. And then in this one, they don't even call him that. They just they called him like Koozie or whatever the hell his name was, or Hideo, and you know. And look, he looked fun. Look, the kid, you know, the character looked cool. I mean, it looked like a, looked almost like like Raiden or Raiden, however the fuck you pronounce his name from uh from the Metal Gear Solid uh, games. Right. But um, that my problem isn't the look. This movie looks fucking great. It looks, I mean. Holy shit! That that first scene where it um, after they do the intro, the whole imitate you know the the copying of the original film, mm-hmm. the creation sequence, which was it was really cool and it got me into the movie. I'm like, okay, this is it's a good start, right? The part where it's panning through the city, the camera's panning through the city, and then it slowly goes up to Scarlett Johansson's on top of that building while she's doing surveillance. You know, that whole scene, even though you know it's green screen and all that stuff because where she's standing and all that. It didn't matter. It, it, it flowed so well that it felt like you were there with her. You know, how quiet it was on the top of the building and, and everything. It was like, okay, you got me on board. All this is looking really cool. And then slowly but surely you start seeing the, the <laughs> changes that they made from the anime. And, and it's just like the snowball effect. It's so, well, you
0: know what bugged me about one of the changes? What? It's so fucking petty. When the guys are walking down the hall and they have the briefcases yeah. and they the briefcases open and then the guns pop out, Yeah, in the anime, the briefcases turn into guns, uh, which was even fucking you. better because <clears throat> as they're walking, all they do is they click a button, mm-hmm. the bottom falls out, and then they start fucking firing, yeah. right? That bugged me because why can't you just do that it's a it that's an attention to detail thing
1: no i had a petty thing too and i if you read the review i don't know if you read the review for yes, it or not but my petty thing was on purpose because they the, the, the it was called prod the, the, you know the, the one the project that created the puppeteer all right uh-huh. was called project 2501 right, all right? and in this yes. movie they call it 2571 right and I, I know why? That, I know that's a little thing, but that, but that, that that's so symbolic. unless
0: somebody's birthday was two, February fifth, nineteen
1: seventy one, or something. But it it's like why even that? Why would you change that? I don't know. It, it...
0: unless there's unless there's an actual thing called Project Twenty Five Hundred One. And then yeah. they had to change it for trademark purposes.
1: But I mean, it was already in the other Ghost in the Shell. So I know,
0: but it's, you know, it's yeah. this is a new yeah. venture. So just because it was in the other one, yeah, and it's I also know America. you're doing a
1: devil's advocate thing, and I could see that. But it's like, but I'm, I had to get petty with it because I, I wanted to show the big differences and then the little differences. No, I look, you know?
0: I get it. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not. uh stepping on on your toes yeah. with this one i i, I it is petty I, as as i was reading your film review I'm like really <laughs> that's fucking dumb yeah and, you know so
1: yeah and I, yeah i purposely even mentioned that it was a petty pick but i had to do it it's,
0: well that and then the other thing was and you mentioned this in your review was the fact that the spider bot the spider the spider tank tank yeah. Uh, didn't have its stealth mode.
1: Yeah, it didn't have the thermopics. And,
0: and what was cool in the animated movie is it's raining. Yeah, and as she she walks into that she building,
1: the fucking glass ceiling.
0: Yeah, and you and then the the stealth mode goes away. Yeah, because of the rain hitting the the tank. Yeah, and then there's another gunfight. And I think if I don't if I remember correctly, it wasn't just her. Her entire team was there fighting the tank.
1: No, it was her. Um, she was trying to get to the the, the, the body that the, uh, the, the puppeteer puppet had gone into. Right. And then the, the members of Section 6, they, they stole it. They created this huge decoy, you know, diversion, and they stole the body, right? And it was in a car underneath the tank. So the tank's protecting it the whole time. Right. And she's fighting the tank, and then all of a sudden— she jumps on top of it and tries to pull the lid off, and that's when her arms get busted. So right. they did a really good job imitating that. But then it does the other shit where, and where in the in the anime where it grabs her head and starts crushing her, instead it does it where it grabs his know, head. Yeah, and it was, it's like great. You you you're making you're doing similarities and it's cool. But even the introduction of the spider tank was a wasted t- a moment because. It was like when you first see it in the anime, it's fucking cool because, like, what you mentioned about the thermoptics, optics, right? right? And then, but in this one, it's just like, oh, the the fucking evil CEO of the corporation yeah. goes,
0: "Well, let's send in the spider tank." X Y Z Corporation. Yeah, you know the Hank, the Hanky, the yeah. the Hinky, the <laughs> hanka, Yeah. And uh, what was it? The, the other one that bugged me is the garbage man. Yeah. So they're sitting there, and the dude's eating, and the way that ninety nine percent of them, well, not ninety nine. A good eighty-five percent of the movie, yeah, is almost, almost like Sin City in terms of keeping with the anime, yeah. But people have problems with the anime because it's not the manga, you know, whatever or manga, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Manga-manga. I call it manga, and and that's fine. You're gonna, I, the way that I look at it is the the written or the comic, yeah. Is just one side of the story. Yeah. Whereas the animated movie is a second side of the story, maybe yeah. told from a separate, th- through a different set of eyes. Yeah. So not every story is going to line up, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to line up, but everybody's going to tell a different version of the same story. Yeah. You know? And the one thing that, the, the another thing that bothered me, and I was just fucking. Uh, thinking about it was the guys that were in the in the truck, yeah, or in the garbage truck, and it, it it doesn't talk about the fact that the puppet master hacked into these guys, yeah, right. Which which is fine, but the guy's talking about, and it leads into that that other sequence. What I'll get into. The guy's talking about his wife and his daughter and how he had to go pick him up, yeah, and, you know, had and had fun with his daughter and blah blah blah. Uh-huh. And these are all ghost images. Well, he in in the animated movie, it actually goes over that a little bit. I mean, yeah. you could actually you, you you could have like split screen type of thing mm-hmm. where it still shows the garbage truck, but it's like kind of like a memory, yeah, where you see the the puppet master working to hack their brain, yeah, right and, and then and then it slides over to where it's full screen it's it's kind of like a fade it's it's kind of like a fade cut, right I guess if that's what you want to call it yeah where or an in interstitial if you want to call it that yeah, where before the events happen, you have this it's this sliding frame where it shows the puppet master hacking his brain right, yeah, and then it's it slides into in, in as it slides in the frame. You have these two guys eating lunch, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know, go kill whatever. Yeah. But that's not what bugs me. He specifically the garbage man mentioned or not not the garbage man. I think it was Batu. Batu mentions that he's using high velocity rounds and it's burning through the barrel. So when he's talking with Major, he keeps telling her Keep him firing that gun because at some point it's going to jam. The barrel's going to warp. Yeah, right. And as he gets out of the garbage truck, then they're firing the guns. They're punching through the armor yeah. of of the police people, right? Yeah, the, the the officers that are there and the and and the um the pillars that are behind them. Yeah. So they're just leaving big chunks of fucking bullet holes everywhere. Yeah, and and really dead people. And then the garbage guy runs away, and Major runs after him, and then they fight in in that yeah. water. Which the water fight was really fucking cool. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, it was like that. That's then that, that makes this movie to me even more disappointing is because they do so many things right, but then they do so many things wrong. Right. And it just that that's fucking annoying because look, I'll compare this to another animation adaptation, which is we saw last year was uh, Attack on Titan. Right. Right. They fucked up way more of of Attack on
0: Titan than they... Look,
1: this movie makes Attack on Titan look even worse. Right. Okay.
0: And and look, we, we understand. We understand that there's a time limit with this stuff. But if you really want to do justice, you have to be able to understand that maybe one movie isn't going to be enough. Yeah. Maybe do two. Well, and another thing. So by the time you get to the end of the film,
1: they didn't even make it noticeable if she had merged at all with him anyway, you know, in the live action version. Right. So it was, instead it was about her finding her own humanity instead. It, it had nothing to do with the merging of these two beings, right, and becoming becoming a separate entity that that now was a combination of them both. And, and to see where they go from there. Right. right. Instead it was, you know, it was just, it, it seemed weak to me. It seemed like why are they doing this? Why why did they go in this direction with it? What, did it?
0: Does it make sense to you? Uh-huh.
1: Why why they would do that?
0: No, I, it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Because that was compelling enough, the, the whole sentient being thing. You know? They turn it into a fucking, oh, an ex-boyfriend or an ex-protest buddy instead.
0: Yeah, we don't need that.
1: You know, and oh, and he's... So she's operation number 99, and he was operation number fucking, I don't know, 96 or something, right, instead. So... You know and he was discarded and it, it why it's compelling enough without fucking changing it so it and and then that's another thing that bugs me is that if they're gonna change anything okay if you have to change something then give me more batu give me more batu and major together you know more to their characters because if you remember when you watched this live action version batu is like if you don't think about what major's going through with her questioning everything, Batu is the only heart of the film. He, you know, he's the one that cares for the stray dogs, you know, in the alley. He's the one that's always concerned about the major um he's the one that's, you know, he that always has the emotion on his face when he's reacting to what's going on. He was really good. That actor who I've um I've seen him in a couple things. He was in Lucy. He played a role in Lucy, which is funny. I don't know Remember what it was, but I looked it up and found him in there. Um, right. The guy's name is Pilu Asbak. He's a uh, Swedish or you know
0: Netherlands or whatever. So not Asbak, but that's okay. Asbak, Obe The A <laughs> E thing. Yeah, kind he also of
1: is- plays uh, the new Greyjoy on um, Game of Thrones. The right. one that was only in two episodes. I guess the one that comes out from out of nowhere and starts killing people to get his uh, you know position. Uh-huh. Um, he was. I thought he was excellent. He was excellent as Batu. I wanted more of that guy to be in the film, you know, and, and, but he's not, he's, it's, you know, and look, if you want to compare that to the, to the anime, sure. He gets the same amount of love as the anime got pretty much. Right. You know, they don't show him that much. I'm but,
0: telling you, dude, the visual effects in this fucking movie were incredible. All oh, the background stuff. Yeah. The people, the, the digital people standing up above them. Yeah. You know, and pouring water. Yeah. looked like they're, you know, trying to, uh, wash the skyscraper and shit like that. Yeah, it was, it was better fucking was amazing. Definitely
1: better than the jaws 3D from back to the future 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so definitely. Um definitely, uh, yeah, it's it's but it, there's it it bugs me. It it bugs me that look, I, I I get the fact that they found a clever way to make this PG-13, right? So that they could sell more tickets supposedly by by not having her butt naked. Instead, she's got the, you know. The, she was
0: never butt naked.
1: She dude, in the
0: no, no, Not at all.
1: In the last two weeks, Mike, I've watched the the original cartoon twice. She's naked in a few scenes. Uh-huh. Butt naked. Buck. Butt buck. Yes. So, and then, and look at, you do all these other things too to, to add, to back up her changing, their changing of the plot, right? Which is. They add in the Juliette Binoche character as her doctor, right? Right. And then, of course, oh, I've, I've, I'm I, sorry this happened to you, so I'm going to help you out kind of thing. And you know where that's going to fucking go, right? right. You know she's going to end up sacrificing herself to save the major, yada,
0: yada, yada. It, they didn't. See, like right there, she's wearing boots and she's got the holster on. This is all, that's all a, what okay, do you call fine. it? Fine,
1: she has a holster on, but she's still naked. Those are bare titties, man, with nips, ready to pull. Where are the nips? Okay, wait. Wait,
0: so wait where,
1: dude? What, what? I've it's seen pretty, this movie a hundred times. Aggressive, there, buddy. Maybe they don't show the nipples on this version, uh, it's on YouTube. Yep, I bet you it's edited for that. It's not edited. edited did, did, did. I said, Nobody fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, this is kind of changed.
1: Oh, this definitely changed. They changed this whole thing to the Michael Wincott thing where he's talking to the guy from Africa. Uh-huh. And talking to him about how the digital, you know, the digital implants and all that stuff the is how it's a good thing. He's trying to sell him on that shit, right? And and then all of a sudden they get attacked by all the robotic geishas. you know. And now look, if you're going to change things, that was cool. That was a cool change, you know, because I didn't see that before, you know. And it was it was effective. But look at, I mean, look at when you have this kind of gore. I mean, there, there's some nipples right there. You gotta have the gore for an effect, okay? And, and then they they did that for the end of the film, right. end of the movie where she covers her face with camo. Um, but uh, frustrating. It, it this movie's frustrating to me. It's I I saw it twice because I took my daughter to go see it um, the second time and. Uh, I liked it better the second time because I you know, well, I stayed awake for the whole thing but it was it was uh you know, I I I saw I got to see the whole film and you know, it's watchable. The whole film's watchable because of the visuals and oh well, shit, I forgot to mention how good the score is. Yes. The musical score is amazing. I you know, it's done by Clint Mansell and uh, this other fucking guy. I can't remember Lauren uh, Balf Balfi or Balf. Um Balf, uh, or does Bale. Yeah. He does uh he's done movies but he's also done a bunch of video game scores like Assassin's Creed scores and stuff like that um and then Clint Mansell of course he's done you know Requiem for a Dream which is like the most epic music used for everything now in trailers um <laughs> the music score is great it's it's it pulls you into the tone of the film, um, tries to get you into them. But yeah, look at like this part right here with the the, 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 drivers, the drivers, right? One. Right. Now in the in the anime the two drivers are, are being used or was it there was actually only one driver. Yeah, that's right. In the anime, only one driver was being programmed by the uh, by the puppeteer, by the puppet master. And and then that was it. And he, that was just so that the puppet the puppet master would have real world you know, bodies to do well, they, things for him, right? No,
0: there's two of them because 'cause they're following the garbage truck right now. Right. And then and then
1: and the, oh yeah, that's right. There is yeah, okay, you're right. So they but but then in the movie they're just used as assassins. Right. They get hacked just Oh, be, that's
0: right. And then there's this other guy right here. I totally forgot about him and I thought he was the other truck driver? Yeah, the the truck drivers telling the guy to whatever Yeah, they're they're they know and you're then that's, there. The, that's yeah. the that's the that's the hacked dude. And he's the one that's got the fucking high high velocity rounds. Yeah. So the other, ch- so other, they didn't even get that right. Yeah, and because he's also got a stealth cloak on. See, uh, and there's the high velocity rounds that he's firing.
1: Yeah. You know, and it, it, look, look, it's fine to introduce all of her partners, all of her, you know, all the members of the team, and then not really do anything with them. Right. I'm fine with that. It, it's not a big deal because they're just their background for the most part anyway, right? But Batu and her.
0: Yeah, and Batu already had his eyes. And look, it looked
1: like they tried to do something with Batu by having that that scene where he gets the bones for the stray dogs in the alley. Yeah, and then, and then where it actually shows him how he gets his eye implants, right? Right. And so, but
0: we didn't need that.
1: You know what? And you're right. They did. We didn't need it. I mean, I'm glad they got a little something extra, but at the same time, it was
0: like. Yeah. So it wasn't the garbage, man. It was it was it was a dude that was making a phone call he was he was actually hacking a phone yeah and the garbage men were telling him to run because the police were on to him yeah because the garbage men were also into so it wasn't and and then the big chase scene which and then batu's walking around you know yeah kind of following him
1: yeah it's look and i i like i said i've had my problems with the anime and i've seen it i've seen it at least five times in my life and I didn't like how it just drops right into the middle of the story and how there's nothing to really know about the characters. So I'm like, I didn't really get into them. But it's still, there's still an overall tone to it that it works for the most part. You know, in this movie, it tries to give depth by adding all that fucking backstory, but they don't do it. It, it, They fucked it up. So it might as well just done a scene for scene remake of the anime and you would have done a better job.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, when you have something that's, as big as ghost in the shell manga wise yeah you didn't really need you didn't really need to change the story up and add and and I again I blame the studio executives for doing that mm-hmm. and add in the love story so yeah you know he wrote he he took the anime and said this is what we should do and basically they said well no they kicked yeah. it back and said we need to add this and we what need to if, add that what if we did that right you know it, and it's and it's the director's <clears throat> fault anyways for changing the story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so until I hear otherwise, I'm blaming Mr. Uh, Rupert Sanders for that shit.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: and he he directed one other movie um cuz he's done other stuff but but um cinematic films. He the only other one he did was uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Right. And if you remember that film I didn't watch it. The visuals were great. They were fucking great. But
0: the story. See there's that. See that. See, and he gets the fucking visuals. He yeah. gets all the background that's, stuff and that's great. why I
1: brought up Snow White and the Huntsman. The movie looks fucking great. All of the the CG scenes and the action and all that. Yeah, the plane looks great. That
0: was flying through the city.
1: But that movie's fucking boring. I fell asleep every time I tried to watch Snow White and the Huntsman, whether it be in the theater, the drive-in, or at fucking home on Blu-ray. I fall asleep every single time I've tried. Right. Okay. And now he did Ghost in the Shell. And it looked fucking great, but it didn't play out right. Exactly. So I, now he's a name that when I see it, I'm going to be reluctant about what, whatever he's directing. Yep. You know, if I even remember his name down the road, I, well, I'll end up looking it up. But you know what I mean. Right. So yeah, it's like, so that's what makes this movie even more of a disappointment than say a movie that they just total an adaptation that they just, they just totally fucked up. Because right. look at all the things they do right. You know, it, it's like... you. You're there. Just just take me to the finish line, baby, you know? And they don't do it. So now, you know, it there is no like um enhanced version of Major at the end of the film. Instead, she's just more aware of her past and and you know, now she gets to go visit again her.
0: see the suit that she's wearing. Well, that yeah, that's a suit.
1: That's the yeah, the thermoptic thing.
0: No, this, that's a suit. She's wearing a bodysuit. Watch. Watch her neck. Yeah. See the neckline? She's wearing a bodysuit. Well, there she is. Oh, that's fucking weird. It, it you, doesn't always look like she's wearing a bodysuit, but she's wearing a bodysuit because it offers her, it offers her the ability to go stealth and whatever else.
1: Okay, but you do notice that it had nipples, though. Well,
0: of course, she's wearing a bodysuit,
1: but in the PG thirteen, it does not have fucking nipples in the, and in it and it, really,
0: and it doesn't have nipples. It has it. it what the nipples are underneath it that poke. Po- point out.
1: Well, they're pointing out so goddamn good that they, they look like they're really there.
0: Well, whatever. <laughs> All
1: right. So um, yeah, that, that's that's the problem with this movie is that like you, you know, there's what was it? The scene with the chief. Chief Aramaki played by uh, Takeshi uh, Kitano.
0: Takashi.
1: Takashi. Um, he right there. He was in Battle Royale. You know, he played one of the asshole generals or whatever in uh, Battle Royale. I right.
0: He's He's Big time in Oh yeah, Japan. he's
1: huge. That's why I put him on the hashtags and stuff, right? Um, you know, his character was interesting, okay? He was interesting, but they only have... He, he's in the background the whole fucking time. He's not, you know... He got two moments to shine the entire film. The rest of the time he's just quiet, staring at a monitor, you know? <laughs> and that's it. And it's... Look, if you're going to Hollywoodize a movie, you gotta do more. And they don't. They do more with the wrong things and
0: you don't even need to Hollywoodize a movie. I'm, I wish I, they would stop doing that. I agree. So
1: anyway, um, I gave the movie a 6.5 out of 10 or no, I'm sorry. 5.5 5 out of 10 cause it's better than average, but I cannot ignore the, the problems with the plot changes. I can't ignore them. So eh. that's how I am with the movie, man. I right. gave it a four and a half. All right. So, um, rotten tomatoes, uh, it keeps going lower and lower. I remember when this movie first, uh, like was it about a week and a half to two weeks ago, it was sitting at like a 70-something on Rotten Tomatoes. And then the day that it came out, it immediately dropped to like 40. It dropped to the 40s. And so um, yesterday when I wrote this down, it was at 44%, and today it's at 43% approval rating. So um, what is it? Uh, or What were our predictions for? Uh,
0: does it matter. Yeah,
1: it does fucking matter because I said it matters. Really? That, that's last year's shit. You got last year's shit up there. Yeah, I know. All right. So I gave it a seventy-five. I gave thought it was sixty-two. Yeah,
0: I gave it a sixty-two just based on visual alone. Yeah, I figured that you know it would be Blade Runner esque. Yeah, in terms of visuals, with you know flying through the city and blah blah blah. blah.
1: Oh, um, Takashi uh, Kitano was in a. Um, he was in another American um, sci-fi movie. Great. You know what that was? No, Joe, I don't. Came out in '95. Johnny Mnemonic. Right. Which has very a lot of similarities to Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, and that, I just fuck you, man. you of jammed out of the jelly roll, taking that
0: fucker. Er, it's er, not. I like those you, little connections. You me man. the fucking. You asked me a question, and I'm like I, I'm not gonna be able to answer Just fucking. Can you guess what movie he was also in?
1: So anyway, if you for for a visual and musical treat, I would I would suggest going to see Ghost in the Shell, but just expect to not be satisfied with with a, with a, you know, the storytelling. I I guess. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, the scenes between her and her mother weren't bad. Those actually were enough to to make me feel some kind of an emotional connection with it, but otherwise no. It it's no. No. Okay? All right, done. So, all right. Flicks of the week. My flick of the week is the t- the 2016 independent film called Swiss Army Man. It is done by the Daniels, okay, Daniel Scheinert and Daniel Kwan. Uh, they <laughs> have constructed a an enjoyable piece of filmmaking. Look, you you pretty much, when you've seen the trailers for for Swiss Army Man, you get the gist of what it's going to be. It's going to be this fucking offbeat, weird tale about a guy that that uses uses Harry Potter's dead body as a fucking, as a tool, as a Swiss Army knife, right, Um, throughout this film. And it's just crazy. It's got this crazy independent music sound and everything, right? But you don't know how far it's going to go. All right, well, I'm going to tell you how fucking far it goes because I saw the goddamn thing. All right, the movie starts off with Paul Dano's character. Um, he's looks like he's stranded on an island, and he's trying to hang himself. Well, all of a sudden, he notices a body wash up on the shore. He goes, and he first he thinks it's just a body that he can... someone he can save, right? So he tries to do CPR and blah, 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 blah. And you can see that it's Daniel Radcliffe slash Harry Potter, and he's dead. You know he's fucking dead. Well, anyway... The body keeps, like, he, th- he realizes that it's dead, so like, oh, well, I'll just go back to killing myself, right? Because there's nothing to live for because I'm stranded on this island. So he goes and starts to hang himself again, and he actually starts hanging <laughs> when all of a sudden <laughs> the fucking body starts farting. And it's not farting in just a simple way. It's farting in this, this massive way that is extremely noticeable. You can hear it over the waves, over the wind blowing. It's intensely loud and but it's comical as shit right it's so goddamn funny and finally paul dano's character he fucking he jumps on top of it and he try he rides it like a fucking jet ski through the ocean and it that's how it does the whole intro sequence with the music and the and then the title where it says swiss army man it says you know the actor's names while it's showing them and it's it's just goddamn hilarious and this movie this movie if it had gone if it knew how to to separate mature filmmaking to immature filmmaking or script writing or whatever you want to call it, this movie would have been a top 10 list type film, okay? Because throughout the movie, there's these themes of, of Paul Dano's character. You know, look, no matter what you no matter what direction you think this movie is going to go in, you know that Paul Dano's character has got mental problems. Okay. Because he's using a dead body, whether it's a fantasy or not, you know, there's something fucking wrong with this guy and him. The, the themes are, you know, dealing with, uh, insanity, uh, dealing with loneliness, dealing with, uh, you know, other things related to that. And, and him making a friend with with Paul Dano's character, it's kind of like um, how Tom Hanks' character made friends with Wilson the the volleyball, right, And right. Castaway. Except this one, this, this but this time the volley the, the volleyball talks back. <laughs> it fucking is trying to learn, and it's also being used as all these different, you know, like a rocket launcher and a fucking slingshot and all this other stuff, right? Uh, it's just a, a crazy, goofy, extreme version of Castaway in a way, and the movie works very well when you're having this interaction between Dano and and Radcliffe where Dano's explaining these things to Radcliffe's character who asks him questions like a child. You know, like, what's this for? Why, did, why, do, why do you do this? Why do you do that? But inadvertently, it ends up always coming back to masturbation and sex. and But in a childish way, like this, you know, like, oh, penis, vagina kind of thing, right? Where you get goofy and laughy about it. And, and if it learned how to shut that, that kind of humor off and delve into deeper parts of the human psyche, this movie would have been fucking amazing. But instead it keeps, it keeps regressing. And that's, that's why I can't give um, Swiss Army Man a super high rating, but I won't give it a low rating as well. um, When this movie ends, I was laughing my ass off, like hysterically because it ends on a funny note. It starts on a funny note. And it has its problems, but it is, it is, I, it's <laughs> you just read people's reviews for it, personal reviews on IMDB for Swiss Army Man, because some people's opinions are a fucking 10. There's no middle ground with this movie when people review it. Either people give it a fucking 10 or they give it a one, you know, meaning it's a, it's a complete waste piece of shit, right? And just to see people's opinions, especially the ones that give it a one, it, it's hilarious. It, I mean, that's entertaining enough for your weekend or for your, uh, you know, your afternoon. Uh, me personally, I would probably give, I would give Swiss Army Man a seven and a half. That's like, a, I'd give it like a three star because it's, it is, I, I wish we had seen it in theaters. That's how funny the movie is. It's consistently funny and the visuals on it, the, the cinematography and the music, the goofy, Music and all that, it just, it works more than it doesn't work. So Swiss Army Man is definitely a must-see, um, but it's not for everybody. Some people, seeing a dead body fucking farting all the time and stuff like that, it's going to wear on some people, all right? But for me, they did it right. Uh, fuck, how many movies can you have where a dead body is used as a fucking jet ski with its farting powers, and, and it works, this movie works. This That works funnier than the rainbow spouting tiger from Uncle Grandpa. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> All right. So I highly recommend Swiss Army Man. I rented that off of a uh, red box. So um, I don't know if it's available on, on uh, any kind of
0: platforms yet, but just red box it.
1: All right. Hmm. Do your thing.
0: I thought for sure you were going to go longer. I was just going to I was just going to sit back and just let you go for the next 4 minutes. How long was that one? I don't know. It wasn't that long. Okay. But I was just going to I was just going to let you go until like, you know, for the in, yeah. until they hit the top of the hour. Yeah. <laughs> that would have <laughs> been funny.
1: Yeah, the movie's just a Castaway mixed with fucking I don't know uh, where the wild things are.
0: Uh, you know? no.
1: Well, where the wild things are, the movie, the independent look and feel of it. That's what I mean. It's like that in a way. No. If you watched it, you'll you get what I'm trying to say. And there's... Just go ahead. What's your goddamn flick? <laughs> I, I don't feel like trying to explain it.
0: Yes, please don't. Um, <clears throat> I've been stuck in uh, a Clone Wars rut. That's I,
1: fine. That's a fine rut to be stuck in.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I know it's not a rut, but <clears throat> um, I'm enjoying it the second time around because... I get to see some of the details that I didn't necessarily get to see the first time, yeah. especially like the, the way that they have the characters are dirtier, you know, like there's a film on them mm-hmm. where when they're fighting or whatever else you can see it accumulate. Uh, um, the armors used, the tanks are used, you know, they, they have that used feel about them, a, a lived-in world. Yeah. Well, I was. Uh, as I was watching the show landing at point rain came on, which is uh, season two, episode five. Okay. And it goes like five, it goes five episode five through episode nine. Um, actually it runs like four episodes. So, uh, it, I think it runs episode three through episode seven. Um, episode three is when they find out it's called Senate spy where, uh, Padme has to get, this information about a new droid factory uh, that's that's been built on Geonosis. And they, you're not, because a treaty was signed, blah, 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 long story short, they want to stop this weapons factory from starting up. Mm. Well, too late. It had already started. So they're mass producing these droids. And as you're watching it, it's very brutal. That's the word. That's the only word I can think of. It's like... It's like watching the Hueys land during Vietnam. Okay. It's very similar to that. Or, you know, um, uh, uh, um, World War II, where you had the Germans attacking the allies from from their trenches, right? Yeah. And and the, the like bombers and everything else that's going... All the allies that are rushing towards it are just getting fucking it's wiped like a out. a one-sided massacre. Yeah. That's usually what a massacre is. So... <laughs> the dick has extended Jesus Captain Obvious Well anyways It starts off with Anakin, Ahsoka Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ki-Adi-Mundi And they have to They're they're trying to get their forces to a specific landing point Yeah And all the ships get shot down basically Well except for ki He actually lands in the spot that he needs to land in But he has to fight To keep everything going uh to to make sure that he uh secures the landing site so that the others cuz he doesn't know what's going on yet then he finds out that Obi-Wan Kenobi's uh landing the gunship has been shot down so that becomes a focus of the first story so they have to rescue Obi-Wan Kenobi and then the second story is they have to go and uh find this droid factory and then the third story is getting into the droid factory and the fourth story is following Poggle the lesser and finding out that there is a, a brood mother. And, and that actually connects to uh, star Wars rebels where they go to Geonosis and everything's been wiped out. Yeah. Well with the egg. Yeah. The, the whole point of this, the whole point of the story arc is to show the brutality of the clone wars. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that, you know, it's about droids and whatever else. The, the um, the Republic is getting their ass kicked left and right. You know, they are losing troopers, this and that, and the other thing. And e- even Obi-Wan Kenobi is ineffective. And he's injured most of the episode. Yeah. So it, it it keys in on Anakin and Ahsoka to complete the task at hand. And as soon as they get everything done, of course, they win the day. As soon as they get everything done, you know, the next step is there's a new Jedi, um on the next episode there's another Jedi, a couple of Jedi's Barasafi and uh and somebody else, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And they have to go into the mines and destroy the factory. And that's when we find out that they have new tanks and then they have to use different tactics to get these tanks to, you know, go away to to blow up the tanks. Yeah. And that doesn't work. Season two really shows the development of this of, of this I was going to say show, but let's just say show. Um, and how excellent the writing is. Yeah. And why they, why they stopped after season six, who knows the real story. We know that they moved on to star Wars rebels, but the, the, the original story was Lucas only wanted to do 100 episodes of the Clone wars and that's it. And, and then move on from there and do something else. He wanted to do, um, uh like a bounty hunter TV series and a couple of other things yeah. but that didn't that's not going to happen for a while.
1: I think it, you're going to say that probably because they already knew about the the sale before anyone else did.
0: No, uh cost prohibitive. It was too expensive to do the, the live action TV series. So when when the sale happened cuz this is before the sale. When the sale happened in 2012, that's right. So this, this episode came out in 2009. 2010, they started probably negotiating, but Lucas was also working on episode seven at yeah. that point in time. Well, <clears throat> Landing at Point Rain, if you watch any of these, all of these stories are basically L- George Lucas's babies. Yeah. He comes in and, yeah, there's ideas and this and that, but he's the one that pops the idea. If you're going to do this, do it this way it has to be because you can't kill Obi-Wan you can't kill Anakin obviously yeah and it turns out that they don't want to kill Ahsoka because she became popular and and even then that whole story arc I mean there's an overarching story to the Clone Wars which is Anakin Skywalker's un- inability to let go mm-hmm. so if you watch the if you watch the Clone Wars again without watching Phantom Menace or Revenge of the, Je- Revenge of the Sith yeah You'll it you get a better understanding of Anakin's character, yeah, especially the Mortis episode. Well, it it Anakin a- a- Anakin is a codependent; he can't let anything go. Yeah, whereas Obi Wan can, and again, it came up that you know Obi Wan had said something to that point where you know Obi Anakin needs to learn to let go. Yeah, and that keeps. I I go back to my theory that Obi Wan Kenobi's a Mandalorian, you know, which is kind of hinted at in in, in a further episode down the line. Like yeah. I think it's like season four, where uh, they have to go back. In fact, I'm getting into the point where uh, Darth Maul is coming back, so I'm uh, I'm there at I'm at those episodes like season five. Yeah, but landing at Point Rain is incredible. The the opening sequence. All the way through, and just watching the dust—they have this this huge um, uh, uh, dust storm come up, and it's just whipping everywhere. And the, the way that the uh, the the, the gunships are landing, and they're taking off again, and all the troops are getting out and getting ready and getting set up—it's amazing the amount of effort. But this these episodes, uh, in and of itself, are just brutal. They're thats why I picked them. It's it's very. It, it it tackles war and shows real life de- – not real life, but it shows the death of characters, you know, and and you can f- you, you almost feel for Obi-Wan and, you know, the the, the main characters yeah. as these other characters are being picked off because they, they look at it and they're like, oh, what a waste, right? Yeah. And as you're watching it, you realize that a lot of these people don't have this connection to the clones – they just use them as fodder, yeah, you know as we move forward, we understand that not all the jedi care about the clones, so it makes it a lot easier for order sixty six to happen because they're using the clones as they're they're not they're not getting to know them
1: yeah that 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 was one of the things that um bugged me was there should have been Wanted to see. I liked it when they did episodes where they actually got into the the life of the clones, right? Because it's like these guys don't just sit there standing in uniform all you know twenty four hours a day, ready to work. They they have lives.
0: Yeah the uh, the whole uh, Camino uh, episodes where um, is it ninety yeah nines? I think it's ninety nine is his name. Uh-huh. Uh The the deformed clone, and he ends up sacrificing himself to save the facility. Mm. and he ends up dying which is it's a fucking heavy episode it's it's really really um, sad mm-hmm. but the the way that they're able to pull off that emotion is is amazing you know and and this character who is deformed he's not helpless he's just deformed yeah you know because there's and they had mentioned that in the episode that the DNA strand for Django Fett is getting strained mm-hmm. like well wait a second you had the ability to. Why don't you just go to, ugh, I spit. Why don't you go to his room where he was at, and pull the DNA from you know the bed, hair. yeah, from hair and whatever else, and then you have a new set of DNA. And they may have done that, so you know it's it's not a it's not a loophole. It's just that he's, they said that the original batch of DNA yeah. from him is getting strained, and they're starting to see glitches in the clones. Which is kind of cool. So it, it, when when it moved forward in time to, you know, the Battle of Yavin or whatever. Yeah. You, and and if you do some backstory research and whatnot, you find out that the clones were integrated into the regular stormtrooper ranks. Yeah. And most of them fucking despised the regular stormtroopers because they didn't want to drill and and be as good as they could ever be. They just wanted to be feared. Yeah. You know, and uh, um, I was going to say that brings me up to another theory, which is the 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 laser guns, you know, how they say, the, you know, only stormtroopers could be so precise and everybody laughs at that yeah. and they're always missing. <clears throat> if anybody's ever fired a gun at a target, how many times are you going to hit? <laughs> Unless you're really, really good, how yeah. many times? I mean, bullets, if, if, if you're in a firefight and you're running around Right yeah. now, I've never been in a firefight, and I don't know. But your accuracy is not going to be that great.
1: I've heard that the accuracy of a police officer under duress will miss eight out of every ten shots.
0: Okay, so that's storm, a
1: professionally trained officer.
0: Stormtroopers are in a battle for their lives, and they're firing everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And they're missing, and, and the good guys are missing. And the well, obviously, the good guys have to win. You know, yeah. that's just the way it's set up. And so they're going to hit more often than not. But even then, they're not hitting all the time. If you look at the battle between uh, uh, Leia and Chewbacca and Lando when they're on the platform Mm. and the lasers are coming out from the smoke and they're banking up against the uh, Millennium Falcon and Leia and Lando are firing back and so is Chewbacca and they're missing as well, you know, with a few exceptions until they actually set and fire and then they run in. Well, if you notice that the people that are hitting more are the ones that are setting and firing and not running. so. You know, and and as you look at it, you know the the lasers look long. Yeah. But when they're fired at you, they're not long at all. They're just little pinpoints. Yeah. You know, so they don't mean anything. You know, so it's it's like a bullet, right? You fire a bullet. If you hit somebody, you hit somebody. If not, you get another one. Right.
1: Look, it it, it jokes a joke. You
0: know, (laughs) I mean, fuck, a stormtrooper
1: walked into a door. what are you gonna
0: do? Yeah, and that was that's that's another part of the legacy thing that that they've been written on. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that you know we all make jokes about the Star Wars stormtroopers can't hit anything, you know, and there's even videos of it where the guy. <laughs> the guy's dressed as a stormtrooper and he's firing at a target. Yeah. And then he and then then the instructor sees him, so he moves the target closer. Yeah. he moves closer to the target and he still misses. <laughs> and he gets right up next to the target and still misses. Mm-hmm. You know? That, yeah. I mean, that's funny. It's <laughs> it's Go fuck yourself. And 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 then, you know, the stormtrooper mm-hmm. just throws his throws his gun down. Well anyways, uh, I highly recommend if you're going to watch any part of St- uh, Star Wars or Clone Wars, yeah. Landing at Point Rain is a good introductory point because it actually takes place at Geonosis and it can, yes, it
1: connects to Attack of the Clones. Exactly, yeah. thank
0: you. So, and it um it even has a a little quip from Obi-Wan when uh, he's talking to Cody. He's like and Cody's like I've never been to Geonosis and Obi-Wan's like, you know, you're not missing much. He's like, "Oh yeah, you've been here?" Yeah, I was here for the first battle. I was chained up and attacked by three animals. Yeah. <laughs> three wild animals.
1: All right. So, out of all the movies you could have seen and talked about, you talked about a singular episode. I actually talked Clovers. about multiple
0: ep- episodes. I know. Out of all the movies that I've seen, because I have you. so much time. You do. You too
1: do. All right. So, a uh, couple little news tidbits before we say uh, adieu or we bid adieu. Um, I noticed that. Uh, Hasbro is rebooting the G.I. Joe franchise. Of course they are. You know why, Mike? I can only guess. Because the first two sucked. That's why, Mike. All right? <laughs> they said they're going to make them more um, kid-friendly or, or, or
0: younger you know, younger generation-friendly oh, or some shit. Look, the, the people that are going to fucking watch. Here we go. The people that are going to fucking watch. Yeah. The, um, uh, no, that's not what I wanted. Oh, that is what I wanted. Sorry. I, I'm looking up GI Joe Resolute. Okay. Um, the people that are going to major- the majority of people, let's try and get my sentences straight so I can talk about this, you know, intelligently. Yeah. Are people like you and me. We grew up with it. Yeah. So who's going to watch the fucking movie more than anybody else?
1: Us, man. The yeah. nostalgia factor.
0: Yeah. So why would you want to retool an entire series to go after thirteen-year-olds when the majority of your audience is thirty-eight through fifty? Who will bring their kids with them? Exactly, and
1: get their kids into it.
0: Right, that's how it's simple. Why the fuck? And we we we've gone through this. I know, I know. Fucking.
1: ad nauseum, ad nauseum, ad nauseum. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. G.I. Joe. If you want to watch a GI Joe movie, um, it's not really a movie. It's a series of. Sh- it was a short animated series. It was eleven episodes, and each of them were. It's kind of like done uh, Clone Wars cartoon style, uh. where it was on uh, Adult Swim, and it was fucking great. And it was and it didn't do like the regular GI Joe thing where it started off. <laughs> Although I love that beginning intro, it's fucking great. Yeah. Because it's the baseline. Yeah. Anyways, you know they they didn't do the he'll fight for freedom. <laughs> they what they did was they they did it like a mature series. Yeah. They treated all of the the subjects w- with integrity. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like there there was a Snake Eye Storm Shadow fight, right? And I, I don't know. I have to find out if this is it. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Destro and the Baroness are fighting. There, there's a in like one of the opening sequences and the animation
1: in, looks fucking cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's Japanese animated. Yeah, but in one of the sequences, it's Japan animated. You have a uh, gung ho and um, roadblock, and they're they're fighting. Uh, see, that's major blood. There's blood. Yeah. Yeah. Shit dead Dead and shit got <laughs> stabbed that's scarlet i think that's scarlet
1: damn no holds barred huh
0: and and um as as they're fighting in this in this room you see it was i think it was roadblock Roblox reaches over and just like in, in you see in movies and whatever else he's not standing up and waiting and pot shotting he reaches <laughs> i fucking hit the he reaches over behind them and not looking yeah. and just fucking spray fires. Yeah. Which is what, you know, is a popular thing to do. Mm-hmm. But it, it was such a cool thing to see on a TV show where they're, f- and, you know. I, I, this fucking series is great, man.
1: Dude, just from the intro sequence where it's showing Cobra
0: Commander and stuff, I already, I already grabbed my interest. Dude, Cobra Commander in this is fucking insane. Yeah. Like, cool insane. That's the flag, by the way, and it's blowing up. So they just nuked the flag. All right. So Cobra, just,
1: it's like they're starting over almost. Yeah.
0: Cobra Cobra is fucking killing everybody. Yeah. Everybody that's useless.
1: Like Major Blood? Yeah. He killed
0: Major Blood. <laughs> Did it kill the Dreadnoughts? <laughs> no. No, those guys, uh, Zartan's back, but he's a little bit more brutal than ever. <laughs> the island's shaped like a... Oh, come on. <laughs> no, it's destroyed. This takes place after the battle with Serpentor and everything else. Oh, okay, and they even mentioned Serpentor.
1: What about the uh, the aliens <coughs> that came after Serpentor? Remember, they're in GI Joe the movie. No,
0: they, those aren't aliens. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: They're not. What were they then? Fucking like other dimension. Corbola.
0: No, no. Did you watch the movie? It's been a very long time. Yeah, I can't remember. But they're they're sentient beings that originally were part of the planet.
1: Okay, it was some weird thing. I, all I know is the, it, the show
0: went downhill after that. Law, That's what they're called.
1: Hell, even going back and watching Serpentor, he was like, why the fuck is, is everyone afraid of him?
0: Yeah, well, in the comic, when they started doing it in the comic, yeah. he was fucking cool. Yeah. And then it didn't translate well into the cartoon. No. Obviously. It,
1: just, it was like, why does anyone take this fucker seriously when he talks?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, he's supposed to be the smartest of the smart, the you know, the the best of the best. Yeah. You know.
1: All right. So, um, Anyway, they are going to be redoing the J.I. Joe films while shocker there. Who gives a shit anyway? Yeah. Because...
0: Fucking whoop.
1: Look, you show me something that looks like honoring the source material, then I'll I'll give it a shot. But otherwise,
0: nope. Well, they know they can do it because they're going to make a billion dollars off of it, so it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I mean, they made money off of... They made money off of Battleship. They made money off of a Luigi movie. So Hasbro's... And look at their, their bread and butter is, of course, Transformers. Oh, they killed Mutt. So... All right. Uh, another thing. I don't know if you read about this today or not, but uh Nickelodeon has announced that they are going to be making a 90-minute Invader Zim film. Okay? All right. Well, with the
0: original uh, cast. Yeah, with the original cast uh doing the voices. What? Do you want me to get excited for everything that you announce? Like whoopee. Yay. Oh my god. Cuz you get so pissy when I I'm like, "Okay, whatever." You never
1: it's like the, you you feign interest or something. Yes. <laughs> It's cool. It's All like right, oh, yeah, great. This great. Am I
0: supposed to get excited?
1: Well, I at least like like on a scale of 1 to 10, if you could do like a 6? No.
0: You know, you're, no. you
1: you're doing like a fucking
0: point 0.3. No. I
1: it, uh, and it's just like it's like this riddle and answer response it's, and it's it, fucking it, killing me. It, it's like, dude, you got to try it. It makes you feel good.
0: I, I, I'll give you my answer, and here's my answer. What? I don't give a fuck. I anymore. thought you liked Invader Zim. I like Invader Zim. I don't give a fuck about I'm be, I'm getting less interested in entertainment. Getting more pessimistic. No, less interested. Okay. I am not I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm sick and tired of the bullshit with DC Comics, um, Transformers g.i joe all this stuff yeah it's not raping my childhood it's <laughs> do a good job or don't do it at all do yeah. it right or don't do it at all and that's the thing that's been drilled into me since i was fucking you know born yeah which is do it right or don't do it at all mm-hmm. and on top of everything else after watching ghost in the shell it's very hard for me to get excited anymore. I I used to get excited for all sorts of shit. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Yeah. And then and then people would be like, "I don't want to." <laughs> like, well then why the fuck should I get excited about going to do I don't want to. I don't I, We I don't have no money. You don't have to have money to go do something. Let's just go. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> and and sad but true. Yeah. And as time goes on, that just it gets to you. I don't. And so not giving a shit. And dude, I, I seriously, I, I don't understand how I've gone into this area. I kind of like it. Okay. Because it it's me, <laughs> but I, I'm not you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I don't get excited about, I, I don't get excited about stuff that I have no control over. Uh-huh. I don't get excited about stuff that, uh, does not involve me directly. And I don't give a fuck about Hollywood anymore. I really have just not given a fuck about Hollywood for, and it's, it's funny to say this about a movie review stuff, but that's what brings the reality of the situation to a head with the Hollywood reviews and and the movie reviews. I enjoy going to the movies, Mm -hmm. you know, it gets me out and gets me doing things and I get to see a whole bunch of movies. That's fine what i don't like is the the absurd amount of bullshit that we have to watch just because we're movie reviewers doing
1: <clears throat> doing the show with you for the last 4 plus years has definitely removed the beer goggles for me when it comes to hollywood yeah you know it was used to all be about before before we started doing this i was kind of aware but i didn't really pay that much attention to it all the bullshit you know it's kind of like the 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 simple denial right the simple the blissful ignorance right kind of thing and now i I, i'm there i see i i I cannot argue with anything that you are saying but because me being a movie
0: lover i and that's fine i'm not changing you i keep but don't change me (laughs) don't expect me to be fucking excited about i like invader zim yeah, don't get me wrong. I love that show.
1: Yeah, I mean cuz it ended in 2002, man. It's a long time yeah. ago. Yeah.
0: So, is it going to be as good? Are they going to do a series? Will they use
1: Samurai Jacket?
0: Yeah. Fine. you know, bring it back.
1: Uh uh-huh. or will they Powerpuff Girls it?
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's my and, and again, that's why I don't I'm not going to get excited until uh-huh. I see it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, and here's another thing right here. The It trailer. Okay. Uh,
0: that one excited me.
1: Yeah, but you know what the Poltergeist one did too. The true. Yeah, that's true. So, no,
0: okay, look, this is different. Mm-hmm. A person did a side-by-side comparison between the uh, the original movie trailer yeah. and the new one, uh-huh. and the whoever put the 2017 trailer together They've done the research. did it on purpose okay. to match up with the, was it 97? 1990. 90. Okay, my yeah, fault. Yeah, made for TV. Yeah, because the book came out, you know, 80s. Yeah, it was a two-part miniseries. Right. So the person that, the, or the company, or whatever, it's always a person, yeah. the person that put the trailer together specifically knew what they were doing uh-huh. because it matches up almost scene for scene yeah. the original 1990 movie trailer. And what gets me about the 1990 movie trailer versus this one is, well, there's a couple of things. Um, and I can't remember in the book if if they were actually flipping through the pages of a of a of a photo. Fo- it's a photo, photo album. Photo, yeah. Thank you. It's a photo album. Yeah. If they were flipping through the pages in the book, or if they were, they were um, using the slide machine. I yeah. think that they were using the the slide machine in the book, and that's and, and so they're keeping true to the book.
1: Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of things the
0: 1990 movie could not do.
1: Right. That that was in the book.
0: Well, they're not going to be able to do some of the things in the book. I, I know. And like the whole, uh the the kid sex thing. Yeah. And which it, is ac- absolutely important to the story, by the way. It is important but to the characters. But you can refer to it.
1: But it was a major turn off when I was reading it. It was very uncomfortable to read. Um,
0: you giant pussy.
1: <sighs> seriously? Yeah.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: I, I'm not... I'm not going to get into discussion about my uncomfortable feelings towards that scene from it.
0: I'm glad it makes you uncomfortable. You know why? Because Stephen King did his fucking job. When anybody reads a book and a scene makes you either excited or uncomfortable or, you know, makes you really piss your pants or shit yourself. It was so detailed
1: it made me question whether the fact he might have been one himself.
0: Really? Yes. Seriously?
1: Yes. It turned me off. Uh, That's all I'm going to say that's a pathetic excuse
0: for I'm being honest with you. It almost made me think that he was he he's one himself. <laughs> I I just the
1: level of thought and detail that went into that scene, so what? Absolutely. I, I mean there is
0: there is no absolutely. The dude the dude's a fucking wordsmith. Oh, he, no,
1: look look, I'm not going to get into a, a discussion of of how good of a writer Stephen King is. He's he's fucking awesome. I know. I'm saying but that when I have a problem with you
0: saying that, I, I'm being honest because, it, honest or not, that's an accusation. <laughs> I said it made me think that.
1: Do you understand? I don't believe that. I said it made me think that because of how much detail. So, it, it, so in the moment, so if, so in if, the moment when I'm reading that, it made me, it made me that uncomfortable.
0: So the stand, which goes into great detail about uh, a virus uh-huh. or The Dark Tower, which goes into great detail about Thomas the Tank Engine Uh or lightsabers or vampires Uh or like in Salem's Lot, anything that he goes into great detail will make you think that he's one of those? No. Just that scene?
1: No, because those things are talked about in one way or another in all forms of literature all the time. So. But him going into extreme detail about children? He really didn't go into extreme yes, detail. Yes, he did. Oh fucking A, he did because I remember it to this day. I read that book 2 decades ago okay. and I still remember then that scene.
0: Better fucking reread it. Okay. Cuz cuz I heard discussions about the book and the scene and most of the people that have read that book have said the same exact thing which is it made them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because how he how how he wrote it was odd. I'll just say that, we'll just because we know, we're not going to get into a huge, huge discussion. Yeah, yeah. I, look, if you, you but want to defend, the fact of the matter is, is this going into detail about a human body which you grew up in? Why the fuck would you not be able to to do that? So you're saying you're trying to? He was trying to make it relatable. In a, in a sense, but what I'm saying is, is that everybody is that age at some point, and has. Okay, seen themselves. So, so his great detail isn't just him, you know, doing this. He understands because he has kids, okay. And him growing up and doing whatever he did when he was a kid. So it's relatable to him. He can, he's able to do that. He's able to write like that in "quote unquote" great detail for that specific scene to unnerve everybody. But again, I mean. It, to <laughs> the way that you do it is like if he he can write in great detail about Christine, but that doesn't make him a mechanic. Yeah, you know, or the Tommyknockers doesn't make him an alien. You know, or the mist doesn't make him part of fucking Cthulhu legend. Okay, I, I'm just saying it. The, the relatability is weird to me.
1: It's because we we it, we have over all these years we've been desensitized to any form of violence one way or another but when it comes to sexualism between children it's so goddamn uncomfortable that i don't it, it could there have been, it is right there it could have been it could have been described in less detail than it goes into okay no. now do i give him no no do, do i give him props in the fact that he's able to make you feel something when you're reading it yes i'll give him props on that he didn't need to go into yes, he did. that extreme amount of detail. Yes, he did. There's specific reasons why he did. Oh, it. I know, to show the bonding process between it, all of them no, that lasts until their, their adulthood. It, it so goes that beyond fight, that. It,
0: again, I know. I, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond just words on a page or what happens in the end of the book. It goes beyond that. Writers write for a reason. They have to. So when... Well,
1: apparently it took you beyond. So what beyond did it take you to?
0: (laughs) It's attention to detail, Joe. It's simple attention to detail. That's what it comes down to. Are you going to... Ghost in the Shell. Okay. The scene with the Garbage Man. Okay. What do you mean, okay?
1: What about it? What about the scene?
0: Okay. There's three different scenes with that Garbage Man. There's one from the manga. Mm -hmm. There's one from the anime, and there's one from the new movie, which aped the anime to a point yeah and changed a lot of things which pisses you off because there was no attention to detail okay okay you're not getting it it's a fucking attention to detail you keep that's what it comes down to when you write when you do anything in life the way that you're going to get recognized is your attention to detail especially when it comes to entertainment do you realize
1: that you're putting me in the position of where I have to go into detail to, to, you don't, just, to explain you myself don't. with you this don't. scene from the book? You don't. But you keep on with this. You you have a rebuttal for everything I'm saying. I'm telling you. So
0: you're going to get me to that point where I'm going to have to. You don't have to because you you haven't learned how to move beyond that bullshit, which is I've got to I've got to go right to the scene and explain everything about the scene just so that you get it and instead of saying I understand what he's trying to do it made me feel uncomfortable I get it but you went into this whole thing all I said was it's attention to detail I don't need those extra details but it doesn't matter if you need them or not gloss over them don't read the whole thing the reason why writers do what they do and if you don't like the way that Stephen King writes don't read any fucking Clive Barker because that shit is just beyond it's Stephen King times 100
1: Uh, yeah that's fine I'm, I'm just talking about it. I understand that, but
0: and not any of the scenes with
1: all the, the the every
0: scene that he wrote in that book was was very detailed. Every scene, so it didn't matter. It's it's the way that he's been doing things forever in a day when he wrote about Carrie's period or anything else, right? So it doesn't <clears throat> it doesn't change the fact that you're uncomfortable with that whole scene. But he, if you don't do it, there's no impact. And if you half-ass it, people get pissed off at you. That, and and, and when, you, when you're writing something like that, that's, that, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversial. Mm-hmm. Okay? When you're writing something as controversial as that, when it comes to children, you either go all the way or you leave it out. You can't just half-ass it. You cannot. You can't gloss over it. You can't say, oh, and then this happened, and then boom, move on to the next scene. Because you're not being truthful to the story.
1: So you're... Because he's telling it the way he wants to tell it, because he's the writer. It's his book. He can write it however he wants. Exactly. Fine. You're okay with... with uh, like Okay, he takes his book to an editor, and his editor either says, lay this out, We won't, we won't publish it with this in there or anything like that. You wouldn't have a problem with if he, if he left something or if he changed it because of things like that.
0: Yes, I would. You either go all the way or you don't put it in at all. You can make a reference to it, but if you're going to do something like that, you have to commit. And if you don't commit, then you're fucking, you're, you're fooling yourself that you're a writer or whatever you're doing. Okay. Well, and, then, and not just to take that specific scene, but anything that you do in life, anything that you do in life, you commit 100% to it. If you can't commit 100% to it, walk the fuck away. All right. That's so, that's so the that point. we
1: can move on with this. I, my final statement on this is: when it comes to that subject, <laughs> a little says a lot.
0: <clears throat> no, it does. And
1: in my fucking opinion, it goddamn does. Well,
0: great. Your right. opinion your opinion like mine means shit when it comes to the book.
1: Well, it means a lot when we're talking having a discussion on a podcast. Okay, that's all that's what this all is about at our opinions. And my opinion is a little says a lot especially when it's dealing with that subject matter and it didn't have to be as detailed as it was.
0: I d- completely disagree with you and mm-hmm. if you don't do something if like I said when you're doing something like that and it doesn't matter it's it's the commitment. It's the commitment. Okay. When cut. you're doing something whatever it is you fucking fully commit to it or leave it the fuck alone. But
1: you know where there's right and wrong.
0: There is no such thing as right and wrong. There's just ambition and failure? No, it's just, it is what it is. Especially when it comes to writing. There's no right and wrong. You do it or you don't.
1: All right, look, we we're never going to agree with this, on this subject. So. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just not,
0: you know, I. But it, again, it, it that's what it comes down to. It, it, it comes down to perspective, dude. And and Stephen King has talked about ad nauseum that 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 scene, but we don't have to get into that. Comes down to when you are doing something, you commit to it, and if you can't commit to it, that that's the that, that book, The Stand, they're thousand page books. It's a huge, it's a huge book. Just the Stand alone. Can you imagine that fucking commitment writing that book? Mm-hmm. And that was that was an unabridged form. There was a bridge. There was an abridged form. And then they came out with an unabridged, which added another 700 fucking pages. Or, you know, Star Wars Rogue One. We may not have liked the beginning, and there's some of the stuff that we didn't like about it, but Lucasfilm committed to the fucking story, 100%. And if they're going to do that... (laughs) Wait a minute, with Rogue
1: One, they didn't even figure...
0: (laughs) They didn't even have, have the story done. They didn't even know if they were going to continue on with doing it the way they wanted to do it. Yeah, like I had a completely
1: different ending for it and all that. Yeah.
0: And and they still and they committed 100%. They they weren't 100% committed to the Rogue One story until a couple of scenes that they that was brought up tied it all together. And then they're like, "Okay, this is a movie that we can fucking deal with. No happy ending, blah blah blah." And and it, it it's it's little things like that. So but that's it. That's I'm, I'm moving on. Hey, okay, you know, I like you
1: tell me every time I I make an analogy when we get into a serious discussion about something. Mm-hmm. You always say it's a shitty analogy,
0: right? Which I didn't do this time.
1: Okay, I'm gonna throw you. I'm gonna say. I'm going throw another analogy at you, and just, just see if you 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 call it shitty or not. I'm, I'm going, going to. Oh, of course you are. For the sake of artists, or art, you know, artistic expression. Okay, what if you were making a a piece of art, a a sculpture or a painting. And it's 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 dealing with um, child sexuality, okay. and it's in graphic detail, and so you have it out for the whole world to see. You commit one hundred
0: percent to it, or you don't do it at all. Okay, I just wanted to see your opinion on that. All right, if if that's the way that your life is going, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying that you know the person. If the person that's doing this sculpture, well, me, you, whoever, mm-hmm. okay, it's a sculpture first and foremost. If that is What the vision is, then that is what it has to be. There is no, like I said, there is no right or wrong with art. There is, I don't care for it. You know, or people will say, yeah, there's right or wrong. It's art. I didn't make this art to be fingered, you know.
1: Even if it's a specific political commentary, though.
0: Even if it's specific, it doesn't matter. Art is art. Okay. And people will go, oh, there's right and wrong. No, no, there is no right or wrong in art. You like it or don't like it. It You you agree with it or don't agree with it?
1: Look, either way, man. I'm gonna uh, go. We're gonna go see the new It movie. So right. Uh, and I know that scene's not gonna be in it. <laughs> yes, so, it will. I doubt it. Or it'll be it'll be way more subtle. I guarantee you that.
0: It'll yeah. It'll it'll. Um, you see like the beginning and yeah. If anyone look, if
1: anyone wants to know exactly what we're talking about, the details of it, just look up the It book online and look
0: up. The young you know, kids scene where after they defeat it for the first time when they're kids. You really, really, like they wouldn't get what we're talking about. You know how many people have not? Thing?
1: You know how many people have not
0: read the It book? Just tell them to read it. <laughs> read read what? Read it. <laughs> read it, it. Read it. All right. Um, read Stephen King's novel right. It.
1: But anyway, the trailer does look very. It looks fucking great. It. All right, and I like the fact that that you don't hear the the clown's voice. You don't hear Pennywise's voice in the first trailer at all. You, you sure? I didn't hear. I never. I, there was never no beep, beep, Georgie. There was no, there was no float. No nothing. You, it was they because they had Georgie himself saying float and stuff like that. Yeah, we all
0: float down here, and he starts cackling Just stuttering Bill. Um, but I thought for sure that there was a scene where he said, and I and it may be that it was the Tim Curry voice. Uh huh. But I thought for sure that there was just a bit of, you know, uh, it trailer
1: i watched the trailer like four or five times scared the shit out of caitlin because <laughs> she she i guess she doesn't like clowns
0: yeah the, the clown look right yeah he do, actually he does i think you hear him scream right here
1: oh when he's running at the, right yeah, at the last part of the that's trailer you hear him. i thought that was just a sound like you know that loud you know fucking annabelle sound effect
0: of screaming you know thing yeah. it may be i don't know Look, the
1: trailer looks good. It, to me, it looks like a Super 8. You remember the movie Super 8? Yeah. It looks like a Super 8 version of of it. Of the 1998. Hey, 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 hey. Ugh. I just
0: spent a lot of money getting this
1: advertising. I don't really give a shit. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, money wasted. Yeah.
0: Nah, yeah, not for everybody.
1: Don't fuck with my It trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm it says Georgie. I just want to get down to Oh, you. yeah, Georgie. They float. They float. I don't think he's going to be doing the ha-cha-cha-cha.
1: And when you're down here, you'll float too.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to be doing the fucking... Kabunk. (laughs) Yeah, in in the original one, instead of hitting his head, he walked under it.
1: Yeah. Now, his arm's getting ripped off in this one.
0: You know it. Oh, yeah. So, like, like this is the part I'm talking about where... The slideshow. Yeah, you see the slides.
1: That's creepy how they did that. I like
0: how they did that. Yeah, it. instead of the pictures where they came alive.
1: Yeah. Well, you you never know. Like, at the end of that scene, it could go into full motion, and then he
0: it starts, you know, screaming at him, like,
1: I'll kill you all.
0: Oh, and then the sink scene.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, that's right, because she kept hearing something coming down from the
0: sink in her dad's No, she house. was visiting that old lady, that lady's house. Okay. Yeah, so he does scream. You do hear him scream. <laughs> yeah, she was she went to she the house next to the 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 parking lot where they played baseball. The old ladies house, yeah. You know, and and as she's drinking, she realizes that she's drinking shit. And then she goes to puke in the fucking sink. Yeah. Spewed all this stuff up in the blood or whatever it was. Yeah. That's what it was.
1: Yeah, the the book is way worse than the than the than the 1990 movie. It hey. well, it's always Oh well, Yeah, but I, you know, I look the 1990 movie came out when I was 12 years old, yeah, and I, I, you know, I loved it, you know. I mean, you know, three hours of, of you know, just you know, John Ritter and and uh, Harry Harry from uh, Night Court, yeah, Harry Anderson, and a couple other good actors, you know, Richard Masore, you know, uh, as, as Mazer, yeah. Um,
0: I, I don't know if it's Mazer or
1: Mas. I've always said Masore, so I've
0: heard it as Mazer.
1: Um, but yeah, it's just for for a made for TV movie. It was not bad at all. Especially Tim Curry playing Pennywise. He was awesome. So um, <laughs> we will go see it. I I have my reservations because of the Poltergeist remake. But if they're really putting that effort in,
0: I like Internet Tough Guys. Internet I like Tough Guys. Fucking make me laugh. I
1: mean, look in in the in the trailer. In the trailer for this one, it looks like it's definitely going into more detail about how the the how its effects over the entire town. How everyone's just in this like haze, you, you know. Even the adults. Oh, you you like all the comment section shit,
0: dude? I'm reading the comments and it's just it turned into it turned real quick. <laughs> like I wish that nigga would run up on me like that. My would get his shit rocked, teeth all out. Uh huh. <laughs> dude, if that were even real, yeah. Like fucking. Look, spoiler alert. Yeah. Penny Pennywise is a gigantic sentient spider. Yeah, and and then the other guys are like, dude, you know, whatever. But one guy is like, the real, the real Kate J Cam, whatever his name is. Your people literally got enslaved for one hundred years and didn't do shit. I doubt you would do anything about a clown. <laughs> and the, the dude's like, shut up, you fucking racist bitch. And he's not the that wasn't a racist statement. That was just like that's like saying it's 82 degrees outside, right? Uh-huh. White people didn't just come over to Africa and easily punk and enslave black people. That's not what happened. That's probably what you think by judging by your ignorant ass comment. Your white ass. Because okay, look, uh, <laughs> Owen Shaw. Yeah, whatever. Why don't you just let that bitch rape you like the pussy? You- okay, hold on. Yeah, they did do something, which is why they aren't enslaved today. I just don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that turned real fucking quick.
1: Oh, dude, you know what? I For some reason, I get some of my news from Yahoo News because it pops up onto my phone because my email. And I go through comment sections on things all the time, and every single thing always ends up becoming racist. Every fucking time. It always becomes f- political and racist. It's always left-wing, right-wing, white this, black that. It's... Just I mean, it gets
0: mean, oh it, dude, there's I'm not gonna reply to it this gets one. fucking mean, so all white people are subhuman fucking cavemen, I agree that some of them are, oh, yeah, well, every black achievement was stolen by them, Newton was black, Shakespeare was black, Plato was black, the kings of Europe are <laughs> come on
1: <laughs> dude
0: the, you know why you know why it's only white people that fucking has has raised above because we white people in Europe predominantly mm-hmm. ran Europe. Oh, the Aryans? Yeah, white people <laughs> predominantly. And a lot of them were pieces of shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not fucking defending my Euro ancestor grave robin assholes, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Crime is committed primarily by white people. If you go to my Walmart, the people that are arrested, and I've seen it 100% of the time, mm-hmm. so far, are white people. So, I'm defending <laughs> myself. But to say, yeah, to be so fucking ignorant, eh, people are just ignorant.
1: Hey, look, I look, I sometimes get I caught up to, in okay. comment feeds, um, not making comments myself, but just reading everyone's bullshit. Um, it's, it's entertaining at times because it's entertaining, but it's also disheartening because to see how there's people like this in the world still that think this way and love just saying mean-ass, cruel shit just to... Just to get a get a rise out of somebody, you know. I, I, uh, people people suck. That that that's it. People suck.
0: Yeah, especially the comments.
1: But yeah, it's funny. A, a trailer for it turns into a fucking racism <laughs> conversation. I, I'm serious. If you go, no, to- it,
0: it didn't turn, dude. It went from one statement. Uh-huh. And then the next thing was wham, <laughs>
1: uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And so you go to any damn comment feed; it's almost all of them eventually are gonna become, you know, become about race. I swear to God. Uh, let's let's
0: load the comments for this one. <laughs> uh, not seeing racism. Ah, there it is. Nippon is just Japanese for Japan. That's not racist. <laughs> we'll
1: just keep going down. You'll find uh, it.
0: I'm waiting for the bunch of fucking whitey whores. Warrior monkeys? What do you mean, warrior monkeys? Yeah. There's, there's no. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> not the, the, I was looking up something specific yeah. on on a on a game, you know, and they're uh, a tabletop game. Yeah, and it's just nerd talk. So, oh yeah,
1: but um, what I, I'm saying in general, like especially if you're on like a uh, social media stuff, like like Facebook or Yahoo News or whatever. It almost every single time becomes about race.
0: Yeah, I don't give a shit.
1: It's pathetic. That's
0: another thing I don't give a shit about anymore. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm getting done with fucking uh, Facebook and are you fucking kidding me? It's all becoming fake, isn't it? Yeah. So, all right. Lastly,
1: before we end this, um, April Fool's, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do we really have to get into this this is another 12 minutes. no 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 rant. it doesn't
1: have to be at all look look uh, Nick. Well, not Nickelodeon Adult Swim did a funny I think a hilarious thing I didn't which is they premiered the season three, first episode of Rick and Morty um, <laughs> out of nowhere they didn't tell anyone about it they just put it on there and apparently uh, I didn't know this until Mike told me but it preempted a new episode of Samurai Jack and but anyway, I think it's genius because that's how you do April Fool's jokes is you you just do it out of nowhere. And that, I think that's fucking hilarious. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> first and foremost, because
0: it fucks up. Dude, hold on a second. Do you, do you not agree it's ballsy? No, it's fine. It's ballsy. I'm, I'm not saying it's not ballsy. I'm not saying it's not funny. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is it's bullshit because, look. There are millions of people that watch Samurai Jack, uh-huh. okay? I'm one of them. And when you come home from work at 11 o'clock at night- And you're ready for that next one. And you want to watch Samurai Jack, yeah. and, and you turn on Rick and Morty- and the first thing you do is delete it. <laughs> Rub-a-dub-dub, bitches. <laughs> because you, you don't, well, because it, it You would was,
1: assume. You assumed, like anyone else, like you assumed that it was uh, just a rerun.
0: Well, I fast-forwarded, and I'm like, this all looks familiar, because so, of the uh, the talking uh, egghead dudes. I haven't the, seen it yet. Anyways, uh, the the aliens. Uh, I'm like, oh, this is that alien episode. In fact, it looked like I thought it was the alien episode where it was. The fucking recorded episode for Samurai Jack was the episode where um, they had the uh, the the um, alien assassin, uh-huh. and then Morty flies into him. Okay, so it, it so I didn't even get the fucking April Fool's joke episode because
1: it was at a different time because they had a marathon instead. Is that what you're saying? I guess.
0: So the episode that I got was whatever.
1: Yeah, it was at midnight. I think that's when they had it. Midnight Eastern Time
0: or or whatever. It doesn't matter. Fucking Samurai Jack <laughs> comes on, yeah, and it it wasn't there now, this wouldn't have been a big deal if they showed it a half an hour later mm-hmm. or at the end of the episode, made mention of the fact that April Fool's Samurai Jack will be back in a couple days, yeah, or whatever. No, the next recorded episode that was available was Wednesday saturday sunday monday tuesday that's five days yeah five days from a new episode (laughs) and then (laughs) three days from the next episode yeah so who's the biggest asshole adult swim is yeah because what they should have done was at least acknowledge like a half hour later yeah hey sorry fuck you you know they could have done that sorry fuck you and i would have okay fine at least they acknowledge the fact that they did this. It reminds me. But they didn't even acknowledge it. They have yet to acknowledge the fact that they fucked fans of Samurai Jack.
1: Yeah, you know. It it reminds me of of when they had the season finale of of South Park, where you they try to find out whose Carmen her Carmen's dad is, right? And then they finally come back, and then. Instead of it, they just go April Fools, right? And then they they play an episode of As or they play the Asses of Fire episode of of Terrence and Philip. Yeah, but they
0: still played a South Park episode. And they then, didn't. And they then, didn't even fucking play a Samurai Jack episode, dude. They didn't help you get cancer. They didn't play Samurai Jack for fucking five days.
1: And then and then they go uh, April Fools, four more weeks, and then you get to see their actual premiere of. South Park and find out who Carmen's dad is. <laughs> he had to wait another four weeks, right?
0: So you went through that whole thing of of the whole April Fool's thing for South Park, yeah. Instead of just saying it took four weeks,
1: that's fucking hilarious. It's but way- they
0: played another South Park episode. They didn't play. They they didn't fucking play. You know, a Dave Chappelle show episode.
1: Well, just for the record, Terrence and Philip are not good enough to 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 stay around for an entire episode. It doesn't
0: matter. They still played a South Park episode.
1: I don't want to say them for an entire episode, buddy. So. It's just too Canadian. (laughs) Look, I I get you, man. Don't worry about it. I understand you're upset. I feel your pain. I don't really give a shit because I'm not into Samurai Jack yet, but. I, I get it, because if it was something that I was waiting for, I'd be a little pissed too. I think you're a little too pissed, because I still think the geniusness- There of, is no geniusness. of them doing <laughs> the geniusness. The genius of it is, uh, I think it's funny. Right? That's why it's called April Fool's. It Look, it's not April Fool's to make everybody laugh and all happy. April Fool's is there to also piss people off. Well, guess what, motherfucker? You got pissed off.
0: Yeah. April because- Fool's- because it and it's, it wasn't a good April Fools joke because Because it hurt you? No. Because it's bullshit. They didn't fucking acknowledge it. Uh-huh. Well, I, And that and that's the one thing that annoys me the most is they 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 continually troll everything. Yeah. But they fucked a bunch of fans over instead of playing the goddamn episode afterwards yeah. or even just a day later. That would have been fine. It's not that big of a deal. They could have come out and said after the episode showed, "Hey, we'll play the new Samurai Jack, April Fools, or whatever the fuck." They could have done it that day. They could have done it. They could have done it within fifteen minutes after the episode showed up. They could have done it an hour or two. But you know, generally, when you want when you want to play a joke on somebody, instead of just going silent about it, you you. Uh, you let it be known. Ha, ha, fuck you. <laughs> and like I said, if they had said, ha, ha, fuck you, yeah, I would have been fine with it. Uh-huh. If they would have just, if they would have had a big ha, ha, fuck you, you know, because I have Adult Swim on my Facebook, yeah. if they would have done, ha, ha, fuck you, mm-hmm. uh, you win. Okay. You win April Fool's. You win the day. Uh-huh. But they even, they didn't even fucking do that. No acknowledgement at all. It just wasn't there. Yeah. And that's what makes it a poor April Fool's joke.
1: All right. I, got, I get you, man. I get you. All right. So, so uh, fuck you, Adult Swim. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because we're not going to see more uh, episodes of Rick and Morty for, like they said, what, at least two or three more months? Uh, Yeah, at least three more months. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's still funny. All right. <sighs> so, next time on a couple of uh, – oh, God damn it. Next time on <laughs> Escape Movie Review Podcast. We are going to be talking about Boss Baby. Is it The Boss Baby or is it just Boss Baby? I think it's bo- The Boss Baby. All right. Anyway, we'll talk about that film and whatever uh, flicks we pick, and maybe it'll be episode six of season two for the Clone Wars that Michael talk about. Don't worry about what I talk about. <laughs> and uh whatever dumb news that uh, becomes controversial, uh, we'll talk about as well, possibly. Maybe. I don't know. All right. so. For,
0: for. Sin Escape movie.
1: I know, I know, I know. I wanted to say it nicely, but for this show, I am Joe Spiegel, Mike Sutherland. (laughs)
0: Which I don't understand why you said that, but I know. Catch you on the flip side. (laughs) Bye. Go read it. It, yeah, it. Good show, jolly good show, jolly good show indeed. Hakuna Matata. Bitches.
1: This is the Cinescape Movie Podcast. We thank you for listening to the show. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us or tweet us. My handle is at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. My handle. That's what I call it. My handle. You can
0: tweet me at. You can send me a tweet at. You can tweet me at. You can follow me. Fuck off. All right. Yeah. Follow. You can you know, follow me or tweet me at. Send a tweet to. All right. Follow. Follow would be better.
1: You can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Tweeter. You can Twitter
0: me. You can follow
1: me on Twitter at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe.
0: And for me, it is at... What about you? MPS 5150, because I make it easy. Yeah, you do. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. And please remember, share the podcast.
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: What is it, Joe? Yeah.
1: You see that little button over there? Yeah.
0: Yes. You what do? button? The little share button. Which button is that? says share. Sometimes it's a little arrow that goes in a circle regardless it's there or more so share 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 that podcast click
1: that shit <laughs> it's simple please we put we do put some work into this not a lot not a lot not as much as we should but still
0: all you have to do is click the share button yeah click anything that says share like on our movie reviews there's a facebook share and a google plus pick one we prefer facebook but you know
1: spread the love Help us grow. Spread the love, and we will
0: spread our legs open for you. No, we won't. I take showers. <laughs> well, what is that one? Pr- show the balls.
1: <laughs> open your balls. Open
0: your balls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shower, yeah, share, share, share the show. Share the hell out of it.
0: <laughs> share. Ah, give her some love. I sound like Little Nick. <laughs> Have a good night. Hmm. This is the end. Oh, this is the end. The end, I tell you, we're all going to nibble the dust!
1: go fuck yourself.